0: finding positives during a pandemic well some people will atrophy and retreat others will adopt a grow and abundance mindset and that's what physical therapist kadeem howell suggests kadeem's a physical therapist who's developed a a growth mindset he focuses on the positives as a furloughed pt during covid and earns extra money with Side hustles. His pursuit for keeping a strong mindset started as a young athlete, which eventually led him to choose physical therapy as a career. His first job as a PT was actually with the Buffalo Bills because he maintained this mindset. Kadeem believes there are multiple solutions for one problem. Being furloughed as a PT, he not only earned extra money, but increased a variety of his skills. He wants you to look at all the possibilities in a situation that you have as a pt to earn additional money but to improve yourself we take a look inside the motivation and the growth and abundance mindset with kadeem howell on a top 20 episode in 2020 make sure to follow us online at PT Pinecast and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify or Google Podcasts.
1: I absolutely love you, I love, you love you, love you. It's it's awesome.
0: <laughs> All right, there we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Happy hour again. Welcome to PT podcast, a uh, podcast that saves physical therapists from missing out on amazing insight, remarkable ideas and motivational stories here in the world of physical therapy. I'm Jimmy McKay. I'm going to be your host today excited today I gave him a nod we gotta talk about it feels like a lot like a Gary V of PT I don't know I'm gonna put it out there yeah that's what I'm feeling from this guy Kadeem Howell is here very excited you hear the crowd roar behind me Kadeem's gonna talk about some mindset things this is why I like Kadeem he talks strategic mindset and then tactical great now you got that mindset What are you going to do about it? So we're going to get into that. Um, Also going to talk about literally all the different things that he has done to do this hustle mindset. I think I could say that safely. Hustle mindset, growth mindset, abundance mindset, and what you can do in your physical therapy practice or life to bring you what you want. Great show. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the show, iTunes, Spotify, Google, Google Podcasts, just so you don't ever miss an episode. And now we're doing the video thing, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, at PT Pinecast on all the socials. Um, let's change it up and let's bring him in here. Kadeem Howell on the show right now. There he is. What's up, what's up? Kadeem, thanks so uh, thanks so much for taking some time out and talking with us today. There's the socials on the screen at Dr. Deem on Instagram, Twitter, Kadeem Howell, uh, and you're in New York City. I love. Oh, sorry, just outside of New York City, you're Westchester, uh, a man after my own heart. I just left New York City not long ago. It was difficult, um, but there's that. I feel like we're going to talk a lot about the hustler mindset in terms of like I don't know. I feel like New York kind of like beats that into you in terms of speed and the and the veracity of of the city. And even the, the, the areas around the city.
1: You know, you know the cliche setting uh, saying is, you know, if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. So you know, you just gotta have that hustle mindset. you be like, oh, it's so expensive to live here, but you gotta will his way. That, that, yeah, and if that's, you want to stay
0: it. there, you'll find the way. That's the thing. Like, how do you do that? I had students ask me, how do you, how do you, uh, how do you keep so much energy up? I'm like, if you really want it you don't you never that question never crosses your mind because you understand that the world the universe not, whatever you believe in terms of the secret there's this universal force whatever it's not going to give you anything unless you unless you go out and get it uh so we'll do the first question unless first you take question. action unless you take action right first question is always the hardest we get the first the hard question out of the way first what are we drinking today that's the question
1: makers mark makers <laughs> mark wow what? makers mark Private Select. Uh, I'm a big whiskey fan.
0: Well done. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Yeah, I'm doing. I went to like a, a local beer world today, and this I had this on my last episode too. It's a Millhouse Brewing out of Poughkeepsie, New York. I'm in the Hudson Valley. It's called the Grocery Getter mm. tropical IPA. But then I just noticed this walking back from the fridge. On it, it says the art plus science of beer. Isn't that describing physical therapy? A little art little science and let's cheers to that so cheers to you kadeem for coming on the show and tink tink as we drink cheers. thanks to our friends from Owens recovery science for bringing you the first round the uh a single source for pts looking for personalized blood flow restriction rehabilitation training in your clinical practice if you're gonna do it with human beings do it right they have the equipment and the certifications. So check them out online at OwensRecoveryScience.com. Johnny Owens and his team, Kyle Kimbrell, a lot of smart uh, women and men in their uh, crew. So check them out online and their new podcast, the Owens Recovery Science podcast on iTunes. Uh, Kadeem, where, what's your story? I like to say, what's your superhero backstory? Um, you know, How'd you come to this great profession? Where's Open-ended, where's the start?
1: So, so yeah, so I grew up in Long Island, a little town called Manhattan, New York and Long Island on the Island, as we say, the island. Long Islanders yep. and, um, on the Island <laughs> and um, actually really sort of my aunt. So I had an aunt, um, she was a in my high school, super smart. Uh, she suffered a stroke and had lupus in college and she was getting home therapy. So like, I was like five, six years old. Like I really understand what was going on, but we always had a, a therapist who I know now as a therapist coming to the house, I was like, Oh yeah, that lady's coming check on auntie you know i was like all right whatever and um so that was like my first introduction to like oh okay you can help people recover you know she had a left-sided weakness her whole life uh, up until uh, she was deceased due to to complications of lupus and i was like oh so you know and um fast forward to uh, high school um so i used to get i was football track athlete i was always hurt like always (laughs) and um (laughs) and our athletic trainer he was a pt um uh, for the school, and like he was cool. So like when I would get hurt on the field, his clinic was literally down the road. So like he had a good, nice feeding system. Like, there you go. So to, to all you PTs out there, ATCs, work at a school, all your athletes go to your clinic. <laughs> <laughs> so he had a great nice. business well, model. On, hold
0: out. on, but hold on—it's not proximity; it's relationship, right? It's yeah. Oh yeah, I know that I guy. Who do I want helping me? I want that guy.
1: That guy. He was just—he was awesome. Like even to this day, his name is George. Um, he's the CEO of Professional PT. They're like one of the largest. PT clinics in the northeast they have over I think 300 locations now wow. and um that was when I had two locations this is back in 2003 so now see how they scaled up their, their enterprise over yeah. the clinics. so I was like early adopter of their their business model and um you know he was a cool guy like he was you know charismatic and like he had a nice car and everything I was like oh I was like what do you what do you do I was like oh you know I'm a, I'm a PT like you know when like this one I thought he was an athletic trainer I was like oh interesting okay I mean like fix my ankle you know, I was like, this is this is dope. So that's you know, that was like, oh wow, like this, I could do sports or things sports related and help people be cool and drive a nice car. Like that was like high school me thinking, oh okay, sure. you know, you know, I was like, PG's doing it. Little did I know at the time. It, it's a lot more than that. We'll get into that a little bit later. Right. But um and then uh so I got a athletic scholarship to SUNY Albany, so upstate New York. Yeah. Track athlete. I was all American in high school. Got recruited to do long jump, triple jump. Uh, I was all American as a freshman uh, on long jump. Um, you know, competing as the big boys in division one. Uh Man, so what, I would like a, that, what would that look oh, like? Oh, hold Let's on. I I no, know. know what that would look like. Whew. Oh my goodness, if you're
0: watching the video cast, we're actually watching. Is this you? Oh, I'm not even sure.
1: 20 you're. pounds lighter. Whew, boy.
0: There's a lot going on. Light. Let's put some audio.
1: Oh my God! You're warming up there
0: you. in the back of the long jump.
1: This is this, sure is, this what is, is what the are. internet does. So no. my furthest long jump was 24 feet, 24 inches, I believe. 24 dude. Um, 24 yeah, feet insane. And triple jump was like 49 or 50 feet, um, which is like, nah, yeah, you know, it'll they, get you to nationals. I'm not gonna get you on the podium. <laughs>
0: they, they measure mine in like centimeters, but not a whole lot well, of centimeters. I'm not a jumper. <laughs> Not at all.
1: But yeah, we just <laughs> had a 3 you though, right? That was that was me. Wow. Well, worst thing
0: videos. would be me showing a video of someone else with the same name as you. But that was like, I was like, what are the odds? Put and Howell, University of Albany, and I looked at your resume. and I was like, the time fits. That's gotta be him.
1: That's that's me, you know, and you know, that passion of sports and athleticism. So I was in the like training room in high school. College was even more so. I registered yeah. my my true freshman year. You know, my wife, who, you know, my girlfriend at the time, now wife, she was on the track team. You know, we were going to track me to Puerto Rico, Jamaica, like all over the country. And I was in my dorm room like, yo, this, oh, man. this shit sucks. <laughs> but, you know, that's kind of where, you know, the strengthening of the mindset started for me. It's just like, yo, know, like, I'm injured. What am I going to do? Get to work. Go to the rehab room. Do what I got to do. Listen to my trainer. Go to PT outside of the training room and just boom, 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 attack it. So that's kind of like when it really started, to, you know. Dealing with adversity it was like, okay, how am I going to deal with this? Following year, made it to nationals as a redshirt freshman. Wow! So I was able to use that adversity and kind of parlay it as motivation.
0: You so, saw um, what you wanted, and you real, you knew there was something. You saw where you were, and you saw what you wanted, and you said, well, from A to B, I need to do something, and this is what it needs to be. So, so this is if you follow Kadeem on his social media channels, and we'll throw him up there again. Twitter, Kadeem Howell, or Instagram, Dr. Deem. First and foremost, for you, since I came across you, and this is why I. This is one of the reasons I like social media, is you can trip across people we would never come in contact with each other just because we're not geographically next to each other. And you start, you start watching what people do, not necessarily listening to what they say. Like even Gary Vee will say that. Don't listen to what I say. Watch what I do. And what I saw you do was consistently do or consistently post and say things that were relevant to me, which is like they weren't just these those quotes on the wall. they were practical and tactical, like, listen, if something sucks, fix it. like I mean, and that isn't one of them, but because yours are more prophetic than that. but like that was. The-
1: use
0: it. <laughs> do that tomorrow, tweet that tomorrow. But adopting a growth and abundance mindset now I get it. That's where it came from, right? It was you saying I wanted to be I wanted this and I realized I was I was hurt and I was in the dorm room. So how do I go from here to there? I hustle. I figure it out. I think we lost him for a second there. Uh, we'll take this opportunity to uh, thank our sponsors. There we go. You back?
1: Yeah, I'm back. No, I was going to say that, um, you know, that's where it started. And from there, it was just practice. You know, just practice makes perfect, you know. And, um you know, it sucks to go through it, but, like, you just, you kind of just get, you know, like like an onion, you just grab another layer. Like, you just get more hidden when you do with adversity and you come on the other side, you know. But, um, but yeah, like I was able to use that, and um, you know, uh, like me personally, like in PT school, like fast forward to PT school, um, it's kind of on topic now with you know Black Lives Matter and everything. Um, like while I was in school, my younger brother was a victim of police brutality. Um, you know, like this is like second or third year, you know, uh, first or second year PT school, and like I remember like, cause you know it was hard, And I went to LIU. Brooklyn PT school, shout out the blackbirds. They're now the sharks, I think. They changed their name, something like that. But um, <laughs> but now, like, you know, that was another adversity thing. I was like, you know, I either sit here and crumble, you know, it's my brother, my only brother. But you know, I was like, I still gotta I gotta finish this. I gotta finish PT school. Like I was ready to drop out. I was like, you know, there's a lot going on with my family and everything. But like again, it's like dealing with adversity in the past. You know, you just kind of like get another layer, get hardened and do not like be ignorant, but you just like, know how to deal with things that aren't in your favor. And um, kind of fuel that to keep you going. So like, yeah, my grades dipped for a little bit in PT school because you know, and my professors they knew, and they were like, you know, they 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 understood. They're like, you know, but you know, my classmates, you know, a lot of them don't look like me per se. So like, you know, it was not like I kept it in like. I was like, you know, family, my girlfriend at the time, I was like, you know, this is just another one of those, like life, life throw these punches at you, you know, but like, it's all about how you dip and dodge them. You know, you can't, you can't just sit there and take them all day and expect yeah. to stand up. You know, you gotta bounce back a little bit from time to time. Well, but, first off, um, I'm, I'm really
0: sorry that your brother had to deal with that. I'm sorry he had to live through that. I'm sorry that, but I think one thing that you're highlighting too is that one individual was affected by police brutality, but not one individual was affected by that situation because you were saying, oh, my great no. well, why? Because you're, this was not an isolate, This was not an incident that just happened and went away.
1: Hundred percent. And you know, you know, you know, reach. You know, when you know, people ask me like, how do you deal with this? Because right? it's going around the world. It's just, just show support. That's that's all. You know, because there are ripple effects, and that's all you really do. That's all you really need is just support and understanding and um, recognition. You know. So that's. I'm really hopeful with American society these days is yeah. that people actually show. You know, that you know, some some empathy. Empathy, you know, PTs are really good at empathy, um, and that's all—that's all, that's all really, families really ask for, you know. And that's you know, people ask, like, what can you do? That's it, and that and I did. And I did get that, and that helped so much. And you know, my brother to this day, like, you know, people ask him if he's okay. He's a—he's a badass, you know. My brother, he—he um, he took it like a champ. You know, it's really my parents that really feel it, you know. And I, and I, and sure. I, I like—I look up to my little bro sometimes. I'm like, dang man, like I deal with some adversity, but you know what you went through, but um, so like we're both—you know—we're both. You know, we're both- Am I tough. I call him a little tougher than me, but um, I like you know, that. Maybe we get it from our father. Maybe we get it from our dad. Who
0: knows? <laughs> <I was thinking laughs> highlight empathy and not and and I've talked about this on a different episode with a, with a friend of mine who's a psychologist. He's like, you, it's important to know the difference of these two words, which is empathy and sympathy. I cannot mm-hmm. sympathize with you and your brother because that has never happened mm-hmm. to me and my brother. Can't do it. I can't say, exactly. hey, man, I know how you feel and that sucks. I can't. I cannot do it, but I can empathize. That's the only thing I can do. And that's important to do, which is not to minimize it and say, hey, man, I can, I can, I can guess how that would feel. I cannot guess how that would feel. But I can empathize and say, I, do not, I have no idea how it would feel, but if something happened to my brother like that, yes, I, I would be devastated. Yeah. I mean, that, so empathy and sympathy are two, different, are two different things, but they're important to recognize the differences and what you can gain from those because I think you can open a bridge. You can open a door with empathy
1: and then and that's and that's that's really it and, um, and and it goes a long way you know like you know it it it, help, it helps way more than anyone could believe and you know kind of gets them through the day basically so i was able to use that to get through pt school you know towards the end and then go into my later refills um and you know i was able to carry that uh, my first job out of pt school was with the buffalo bills so, i saw it on your resume Bills Bills, bills mafia <laughs> yeah I'm a, fan. I'm a Jets fan you know J-E-T-S, jets jets but my first job was with the bills <laughs> That was a little rough. Rex Ryan was there, though.
0: Yeah. Um, He's no bull. But
1: but even even that took, you know, a mindset. Like, what I did and, you know, all the PT students out there do not do what I did. Just disclaimer. So to get in the NFL, I had no idea what to do. But I was like, all right, I really want this. I worked hard. I'm in sports medicine. So I went on the NFL.com, right? I even went to NBA.com. I looked up all the PTs and trainers. And I would put John Smith at HawksNBA.com. Yeah. Email. So I did every team in like, do not do that. They do not like that. <laughs> but, um, but how would you know? And, the, but with the bills, you know, Sean Gibson, shout out to Sean believes with the Saints, uh, New Orleans Saints. Now he actually responded to me and um, he was like, he named my repeat of the email. This is the formal way to apply to the NFL <laughs> as a, as a PT. And they don't really take on a lot of PTs.
0: No, they take on
1: ATCs, ATCs or PTs, right? I was able to parlay that, you know, I told him I was interested potentially going to ATC school, you know, um, Sean, you know, he's a minority. I'm a minority as well. Uh, and, you know, he's like my story, you know, you' like, you know, the perseverance I went through, um, you know, it shows character, you know, so even if you're applying for a job showing that or applying to PT school, they like showing that character about you. This is the, so second, don't forget time, that.
0: the second time in in 16 minutes, you've explained a, a relationship that has led somewhere for you that, formed from a relationship right your high school atc who was also a pt who had a great yeah. business model being down the school but like uh, down the street from the school but like the reason you worked with him was not proximity it was relationship and then you told your story to someone and he liked your story yeah. and said i'll listen to this yeah. and it opened a door i tell people all the time sure. that, like people will ask me for like resume help and i'll say um there should be a section at the bottom for like I don't even it. just like random stuff like I've put on there. I was a I was a high school or a middle school and high school swim coach. And people like, why are you putting that on there? I go, because maybe that person was a swim coach. Maybe his kid swims. And it's like literally a conversation starter. I was like, I do Ironman yeah. triathlons. Like, why are you putting that on there? It's about that's about you. It shouldn't be about you. I was like, this is my resume. It shouldn't be. Mm-hmm be by me the way i was able to find your video about long jumping was i went on your linkedin and saw you went to school at the university of albany and you were in track and field and i googled your name and i found a long jumper and that's right so it's like put it on your resume put it on your resume it doesn't need to be the whole thing but there should be a little part about the bottom that really is focused on you and what you like it's this random like how do i have a conversation with this so the res the resume will get you the interview. The interview gets you the job. But that random thing on the resume can spark a funny conversation that goes for an hour that gets you the job.
1: Makes you stand out. I put real estate on my resume. And some people are like, oh, wait a minute. Explain doesn't that." doesn't
0: make sense until it does. Until it does.
1: <laughs> All right. But, uh,
0: I want to throw this out there to you. So focusing on negatives will not lead to change. You've said this. And... What, when I bring this up, when when this comes up with anybody in your life, doesn't need to be a PT student, but a lot of times they do. We, we do focus on negatives, myself included.
1: How do you respond? So like the negatives, right? Like I put a tweet out there. Like there's always more solutions than problems, right? Like because you know what that one problem is. You have I don't have enough money. Um, I'm not where I want to be in life. I don't have the job I want. But on the other side of, how many other solutions? How many possible jobs are there for you to do? How many more opportunities to make more money are there? So the the solutions will always outweigh the problems. Yeah. Every time. Because you know, you have a finite definition of what that problem is. And the solutions are limitless. You know, there's more than one way to skin a cat for a reason. There's so many ways to solve that one problem. I
0: forget who said it. Somebody way smarter than me. But they said, if you you think there's only one solution to to a problem, you don't understand the problem yet. No. Because there can't be only one solution. Um no. so you you kind of alluded to it in terms of solutions outweighing problems or outnumbering problems and yeah. PT side hustles right so clinical and non clinical so if you're sitting there saying and this this was a quote that you had uh, tweeted and it got li- got a little viral, got a little spread around. There was some positivity <laughs> and negativity, and the funny part, <laughs> the negativity actually makes things go further, which is oh yeah, counterintuitive. But it was you heard this in PT school this 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 line from who? Who is my professor?
1: Call? My anatomy professor. Um, what did he say? Doctor M. He said um, I think someone someone in my class. I forgot who it was. Um, you know, if any of my classmates listen to this, please say who you are. They're like, oh, you know, I'm going to blow up as a PT. You don't make so much money. And because it was like our business lecture at our third year of school, like not really a business lecture, just kind of going over insurance and how it works. And he was like, you know, guys, I just want to preface like you'll never be rich just being a PT. Even I took it some time. I'm like, hold up. I'm trying to blow up. I'm going to be Dr. Deem. I'm going to kill it in PT. What are you talking about? It wasn't until a couple of years in, I was like, you know what, Dr. M was right. But it wasn't just specific. I mean, we happen to be PTs or in PT school, but he's right, because you'll never be rich. And rich is a vague definition, right? Everyone has their own definition. But you'll never be rich just being a PT. And I, have to, I capitalize just for, you know, because just being a PT, that's implying just being an employee. You know, like if you're a business owner, you're no longer just a PT, you're a PT and a business owner. Right. And, you know, there's a big difference between the two. And, um, you know, I read the the... I read this book called the e-myth and he talked about the difference between the entrepreneur and the expert and like just reading that i was like yo because i worked for a few clinics like and it focused so much on being the best pt but they weren't so much the best entrepreneur and those are two separate entities right like, i used to think they're synonymous if you're the best pt you're the best business owner. you gonna kill it no 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 i mean there's a few people that find that nice balance or really great pt's great but it's like i've seen you know, and just to colleagues just like, it just keeps teeter tottering. I'm just like, wow. Yeah, man. Um, so, like, just being a PT, like, it's not, it's, you know, we can complain to APTA. We could complain about insurance companies, you know, you know the, the public uh, service loan forgiveness. You'd be like, oh, you know, we're just waiting for that kick in. I know of you people don't get that. APTA, that's not their job. Right. Insurance companies earn it to make money. So, we can complain as PTs and we may never see results okay. for 20 years or you could do something about it. I hate to sound so blunt about it, but like, there's so many, like as a PT, like, yeah, we could talk about clinical side hustles. Like, you know, I was talking on a PT podcast last week. Like, you know, one of the big things I picked up was affiliate marketing. And, um, I didn't know this at the time, but like a lot of outpatient PTs can relate to this. So, you know, you have a patient, they want to do their home exercise at home. Oh, where can I get this equipment? You know, your clinic may not sell it. You send them an Amazon link, hold on, wait a minute. Sign to be an Amazon affiliate. You get paid for that link the patient's going to buy anyways.
0: Amazon appreciates it. They appreciate you. And they'll, they will you know, appreciate you.
1: That's the easiest side hustle. Any PT, especially an outpatient, maybe inpatient, maybe a little bit too, if they're discharged. But it's just like, whoa, like patient use hypervolt and a patient, yo, I want a Hypervolt." Send me an affiliate link to the HyperVault. You get like, what, 20 bucks for a hypervolt that a patient's going to buy? Right. You no, know, say if you sell A patient, 10 patients out of the year want to buy hypervolt. That's like $200. You're not doing much. Right. Put that towards student loans. Put that towards, you know, anything, your savings. Like, whoa, there's there's so many. The internet makes it so open.
0: I agree with you. There's got to be a difference though, like, because I've seen people push things too hard for that reason. So as long as the, as long as the reason, and this is, this is probably should be, should be true behind anything. As long as the reason behind you saying something or doing something is true. There's no reason whatsoever you shouldn't benefit from it, right? Like you have to have a strong why. Right. If your why is sound, then by all means, because like, Amazon will give you that affiliate link.
1: And like if you're bridging the gap, it's like something they're going to buy anyways. Now If you're selling them something they're not interested in, you're going to come off as a sleazy salesman, you know, knock on the right. door. But it's something they're going to buy anyway. Like that's just a missed opportunity. You know, right. it's just like. Something I'm gonna do anyways, you know. So it's like, I mean, you can disclose, you know, I'm an affiliate, so I get a yeah, kickback for the product, should. or you know, the Therabands, or you know, the stretching equipment, or dumbbells. So like, it's it's totally fine. Just, just let them know. But like, it's something that you know, people are like, oh, but I don't have money extra money at the end of the day, you know, I'm busting my ass. And it's just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That's a simple, that's like the lowest level thing you can do, like without changing your lifestyle.
0: Right. We're going to do it with this podcast. We talked about it yesterday is we do, and we're going to do it with you. Every guest, we ask three questions. And one of those questions is a what question. So what's something (laughs) watched, read, downloaded, whatever, book, movie, podcast that you think the audience would benefit from. I asked that question because- I like to stack personally. I like to stack up my reading list. I like to see what other people are reading. <laughs> e, you mentioned E Myth. I've read that great book. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, we just talked about yesterday. Like, why don't we have a running list where people can just go, "Hey, I wonder what all the guests on that podcast have said as their book to recommend?" And if they click on it and buy it, I don't know. We get a dollar. Now we get to donate that yeah. dollar to charity, or we get to fund a scholarship to send a PT student to the next CSM. Yeah, it's just it just it just levels up. It's I vertically if- integrated. I wanted to go back before we skip this. You said focusing on negatives would not lead to change. I have a rule for this. If you get punched, if the world punches you in the mouth, and it will, not, I shouldn't say if, when the world punches you in the mouth, the next time, you are allowed 24 hours to bitch about it. Not a minute longer. You can sulk and you can go get a beer or several beers and you can pull the covers over your head and hide in bed. You got 24 hours running clock from the moment you get punched in the mouth. After that, Get your ass out of bed.
1: Something I learned in football: short-term memory. You know? Short-term memory, right? We're, we're humans, so we have emotions. You know, you, you can suppress emotions if you want, but you're allowed to express yourself. But short-term, that's it.
0: Short-term. You know? All right,
1: let's let's talk about
0: some of these uh, PT side hustles, clinical and non-clinical. Okay. First off, something I have no idea about. I know the term flipping. We've seen those shows on, uh, <laughs> on TV and about house flipping. Is yeah. there a car? There's car flipping. How do you do this?
1: So yeah, it's like, it's like, so before PT school, I, I mean, I love cars. I've been into cars. You know, my dad, his first job was a transmission. Uh, He's a transmission technician. So like he growing up, me and cars were a thing, you know, right. I had a civic and you know, even my wife talks about like in college, I had an engine underneath my dorm room bed and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, it's for the car back home. Turns out that car got stolen, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I know, right? Stolen from in front of my house, crazy enough, Long Island, I can't. But um, but no, so yeah, so I flipped a couple cars in college, like undergrad and after like before PT school, Obviously, PT school kind of took up all my time and I lived in Brooklyn, so I couldn't park a car anywhere. I mean, I had a car at my parents' house, but um, but yeah, I flipped a couple cars. It, it first started incidentally, you know, I had a couple cars, a couple of Volkswagens, a couple Civics. You know, a lot of my friends were in street racing. I wasn't in street racing. I was just into, into having a nice clean car. Um, you know, kind of nice wheels and stuff, but like sometimes I'll need parts from a car. So I'm like, oh, let me get that. Let me just buy the whole car. And you're parting it out. I'm like, wait a minute, there's something wrong with this car. Like, let me just fix this up. And I was like, oh, I don't need it. Let me just put it on Craigslist. So <laughs> I look at car
0: flipping, which is like you could literally insert anything flipping. Which is if you're if you were a gymnast, right, and now you can be a gymnastics instructor. Yeah, if you were a swim coach, you could be a swim instructor. If if you know something that it would take someone this much time to learn, but you could do it in this time, they will pay you to to eliminate their problem. So to me, car flipping, like house flipping, listen, I'm probably going to buy a house in the next couple of years, but am I going to be able to decorate it like like you see on those shows? No. So is an interior decorator, like is it worth their time? If it makes the house look like I want it to look like, yes. So if you can flip something, flip something. Um, something. going along the line with big cause cars are big, but real estate's bigger. That's property. You've done, you've done all these flips just so we're clear with the audience. Rental um, estate flipping.
1: Yeah. So like for me, it was just, it was just one so far and I'm actually looking at another deal now, but, um, I'd say about 2017, you know, I bought a, I bought a two, a two family in Troy, New York. It's upstate. Yeah. Uh, all them, Yeah. I don't know. You know, I went to Albany because I, I was a student in Albany. I lived in one of those like rinky dink houses. You know, I had a landlord in the Staten Island. He would fix some things, you know, real cheap. And I'm just like, I was one day I was just sitting in my dorm room, I mean like my, my apartment room. I was like, wait a minute, I was running the numbers doing the number. $350 a room and there's seven rooms. He added a room, it wasn't probably legal, but you did it anyways. I was like, oh, this dude's making like two grand a month off what? his net, doing nothing like, the cheapest repairs, and I was like, alright, and I started looking up the prices, and I was like, oh, wow. I mean, in school, I mean, I looking back, I would have bought a house, um, you know, with, like, refund checks from school. I used my refund check to buy some nice rims for a car that I had. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I ended up selling the rims in the car, but I was like, yo, if I used that refund check to buy this, this house I was living in, or someone similar, I would have killed it. But, um, so, fast forward to this deal that I had, yeah, you know, and it's one thing about being a PT, and it's like, you know, I, I was telling a lot of people, yo, I'm going to get into real estate, you know, and they're like, oh, but Kim, you're a PT, you know, just stick to your day job. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, you know. It's solving problems.
0: So you're looking at your own problem right. saying, well, if this per, if I can buy for X and sell for X plus 20%, that seems like a pretty good deal. But I feel like, I feel like people need to know about the ins and outs of real estate because you could screw up. But if you're willing to look it up, like I'm telling you, don't like before you pay for a course or buy a book or do anything, go to the Google machine. And if you're willing to put your time in, you can educate yourself on how to do things: fix an engine, flip a house,
1: anything. I call it, some people call it YouTube University. Um yeah. But yeah, it's like for real, you know. And you know, with that one, I paid the rookie tax. You know, rookie tax is you know you just do something anyways. You know, you make it your some bumps and bruises but at the end of the day you made it on top but you know it wasn't it wasn't so smooth along the way so right. that first deal i did you know no one wanted to teach me anything i asked everyone everyone i know they're like no you waste your time you know real estate's great but you don't know what you're doing you're PT, your pts day job and i'm like no i want to do this you know and after that conversation with my professor about you know be rich as a pt i was like how do i become rich Invest in real estate I said, yeah got it <laughs> youtube university so watching all these videos and and the, you know and it, Honestly, it, it ended up working out, um, you know, sleepless nights with contractors because I'm three hours away managing a rehab. You know, I bought this house. I didn't even look at it. You know, I just like, you know, I took out a loan, bought the house, fixed it up. You know, I knew because I'm handy, you know, I've done things around the house growing up, working on cars and stuff. And I was just like, you know, my wife is just like, sure it's going to work. And I was like, I got this. I got this.
0: You're confident right before, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm intelligent. laughs> but yeah. you know,
1: You know, like not really "fake it till you make it," but like you know, you gotta believe in yourself because if you don't believe in yourself, no one else will.
0: Yeah, let's talk about two more. One you've been talking about a lot recently since I started following you on Twitter, which is day trading. So, like I've heard about this, and I literally know nothing about it. But day trading, walk me through it. How'd you get into it? How's
1: it work? So, I mean, I, I I I struggle to call this a true side hustle. Because at the end of the day, it's, it's depending on the market. You know, We're talking about the stock market. You know, A lot of people are just like, what is the stock market? Most PTs, I'm assuming, have some type of retirement account. They're all derived on stocks. It would be collection stocks, individual stocks, all based off the stock market. Pieces of large companies that we know of, Apple, Tesla, um, Microsoft, uh, you name it. So I trade. And this is something I picked up on my own, but I took a little bit more emphasis now that I'm a PT. But um, it's basically just trading stocks, uh, which is these pieces of companies and options, options are contracts of those pieces of companies, a hundred at a time. And um, yeah, we just go in and out. And, um, you know, um, since, you know, I took this downtime because I'm furloughed for those who don't know, um, you know, New York got hit pretty hard by COVID. Yeah. I've been furloughed since March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Um, and and it's, it's rough, you know, New York, it's... Uh, A lot of jobs are not hiring because there's a slowdown of of available people who want to come to PT, even though we're essential. No one wants to come in. Sure. You know, my job, we opened up, nobody showed up. (laughs) You know, it's just one of those things, you know, people want to be safe, you know, especially in the second wave. So I took the initiative and I was like, you know what? You know, my first day I got furloughed. I was like, this dude is promoting this course on option trading. Like I've done it a little bit, you know, just because like, you know, YouTube university, but it wasn't as in depth, so I was like, you know what? I emptied out my, my my piggy bank of coins. I bought this course online. I was like, yo, let's learn. And then since I was learning, like the market, you know, just like learning different things in the market, I was like, oh wow, I can make money doing this. And I'm like, wait, people do this for a living. It's like, oh shit. So I'm sitting at home, just you know, making $200, 300 dollars a day. I was like, wow, that's a close to what I make as a PT. I was like, this is pretty cool. And um, a chiropractor buddy of mine, you know, he's like, yo, my buddy's running this day trading group. You might be interested in. He's a PT get a kick of this. He does his profession. He's been doing this for years since he graduated PT school. He makes $1,000 a day, no matter what. The market is going up, going down, and he treats patients in the afternoon. Usually around 10.30 in the morning, we're done for the day. We made a wow. couple of trades. And yeah, we'll treat like three patients a day, two patients a day. Like he makes way more money trading than as a PT because he loves being a PT. Right. And like that quote I put out, like you'll never be rich just being a PT. I do PT because I love it. You know, like I have no expectations. Like it's gonna make me super wealthy, even if I owned thousand clinics, maybe. Right. But like, you know, it's like, like I had a lot of interest before PT school, and they're still there. And people's like, "Oh, can you're a PT," but I'm like, and like I'm a human. <laughs> you know, like, and I got my my scrubs on. I'm a PT, but when I take the scrubs off, I'm Kadeem.
0: <laughs> well, here's the thing that I've noticed is that you've literally just through everything we just talked about through you going to school as a, as a long jumper and as a triple jumper being injured um, car flipping leveraging social media affiliate marketing you've just doubled down on yourself like you you've you've never said I'll buy in on someone's paradigm or someone's thought that's yeah. not if they don't don't take a class by all means if there's a class that can educate you if you're gonna pay 50 bucks to learn from Trust someone who, who's already paid the rookie tax as you've as you talked about, by all means, let's take let's take that 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 class. But you've doubled down on yourself. Yeah. That's the lesson to me is let if I have time and I'm and I'm willing to do it, I'll learn how to day trade or I'll flip real estate or I'll flip cars. And yeah. the next thing that you're doing now is you're you're doing an e-comm drop shipping. So I've heard the yeah. term drop shipping before, but I don't think I actually know what it means. I don't, I don't know what it means.
1: Yeah, you know, and you know, kind of piggybacking on that um Amazon affiliate, right? I was like, yo, you know, I'm sending, you know, I send a patient, you know, this link from Amazon store. I was like, wait, why don't I just make my own store? Why do I gotta rely on someone else's store? I'm gonna get the full commission. Okay. So I was like, you know, drop shipping I've heard of, you know, I've had some family members do drop shipping. What is that? Really what like like what so is drop, ship, drop shipping essentially is uh basically Importing products, um, it could be from. It's more commonly from China. So I don't know if you heard of the company Alibaba. Yeah. So like the so Alibaba, the it's like
0: Amazon, like Middle Yeah, Eastern basically,
1: America. you know, of China. So basically, it's you running an e-commerce store. Shopify is the biggest one. I think Facebook's going to come out with their own. Like, so you make the storefront, the internet storefront, and you don't hold any inventory. So if someone buys from your store. The inventory is in China. It gets shipped from China directly to your customer. Got so it. The warehouse is producing the product. You know, who introduced this to me a, a PT named Chris Johnson, a running PT. Company. Oh, Zarin PT. Uh, yeah, Zarin PT. Like I took one of his courses in PT school, and he had therabands, and he had Zarin PT on it. He was like, yeah, you know, there's a website called Alibaba. This is like back in like 2014, 2015. He was like, yeah, I got my logo on him. I paid like pennies for him, and I'm shipped from China. And like in his course, he gave us all these bands. And like I had this band that I used so much. I was like, "Wow, this is a good, durable band." And I hit him up about it. He goes, "Yeah, you know, you go on Alibaba, upload a logo on it, and they'll ship it to you for pennies." And I was like, "Whoa, there's something going. On. There's something going on here. Hold on, hold the phone, time out." And um, so yeah, so now that I'm you know dormant here because of furlough, COVID. Thank you, COVID. Um. <laughs> Well, I
0: was the like, idea, the idea is if you were gonna like if you were gonna say, hey, I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy a, a, a hundred pint glasses, right? Yes. And I'm gonna spend X on them, but now I gotta ship them to me, and I gotta hold them, and I gotta hold my breath until I sell them for ten bucks a pop, yep. and then I gotta ship them to someone else. I've just paid for I've paid for shipping twice, or or I pay for shipping <laughs> once, and I for the shipping yeah, yeah. To the
1: customer.
0: and COVID and
1: so, delays things,
0: and COVID delays things, right. So, wow that is a cool concept I like that a lot
1: so I'm launching my store relatively soon it's 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 a big undertaking but I love projects obviously but um, yeah so, yeah, so I'm doing our drop shipping store just based on like PT stuff like a Theragun some therabands, uh, like put a bunch of like you know like a stretching strap so I was like these are things like I keep sending patients to do things you'd already recommend you know what I mean i was like why don't i just keep it in house so this is like my test run um you know i'm if you follow me on any of the social platforms i will post it when it launches i'm still working some of the nicks and nacks in it but i was just like the same idea i was just like oh why don't i just bring them in house i mean yeah they come from china but like therabands, bands you know especially the like all you know yellow red they all snap you know it's just like you know they're not they don't last that long i was like no. if i could get it for pennies and give it to my patients like the, the, the loops i was like oh like perform better is like the, the top name brand but like the way i think of it right like you go into a, a bodega a deli a gas station look how many brands of water there are sure 15 There's like 15 30 brands of water but all those companies are still in business so i was like okay i'm not gonna be fiji or essentia i'm gonna be like uh uh nasty,
0: be like aquafina
1: aquafina <laughs> that <laughs> nasty you know what i mean like and it's not like i'm trying to be like money hungry <laughs> or anything but i was like you know i'm i'm in that market you know and people talk about saturation
0: Kadeem like, but here's but what like. i here's what i hear the, the same thing ha- the same theme is happening again this is a relationship people aren't gonna buy from you unless they have a relationship with you trust that trust, is trust. Is it's a relationship trust. they they've said listen trust. this guy is i understand I understand if I buy from Kadeem, he's going to make a nickel, but that's how life moves. But if if they buy why you're doing it more than they understand it is business, that is how – that's a relationship. Listen, I'm going to buy this Hypervolt from anywhere, but if I buy it from him, I either did a discount or it's easier, it gets me faster, or he recommended it. It's relationship building. This is the fundamental.
1: A, you know, we're the PTs, like we're the experts, so we have to wear that with a badge of honor. Uh, you know the responsibility, and like I'm, I'm always doing the best for my page. I'm not gonna give them, I'm not gonna sell them crap. You know? right. so I'm a vet. Whoever I'm getting it from, Asia. You know, like I, like I'm focusing on uh, warehouses, like or people that have shipment or uh, inventory in the U.S. Because I'm competing. Who's my biggest competitor? Amazon. Right. So if it, if it takes cause of COVID three months from Asia, no one's going to buy from me. It's not I don't expect them to, I pay But if they have a factory in the us, I'm like, okay, you know, I'll give this to you in a couple of days, you know, maybe a little bit cheaper than Amazon, but you know, it's me. And it's like, okay, it can cool. You know? And that's like, that's one of those PT verticals, you know, it's not so much like, Oh, I got to learn a whole new skill. You have yeah, to learn the skill of sales and being a person, which yeah, but you, you already know, you you already know that like, like, not too far off because, because flipping cars might be a little foreign to some people. Oh my yeah. God, I don't know about car. Right. Real estate, maybe a little much. But think about things that you do and reverse engineer it. You know, reverse engineer your student loans, reverse engineer your car payment. And it's like, how much do I need of this to cover that? Yeah. You know, and that's the biggest things that these PTs, I try to reverse, like, hey, reverse engineer.
0: I try to re- reverse engineer my student loans. Cause I try to have Navy and be a sponsor of this podcast. Cause I was like, listen, if I'm paying you a lot of money and I, can, if I could just mention you a bunch of times, could you just like wipe out one of my loans? Just one, like literally one of my loans. I would like that a lot, <laughs> but everything you're saying is, is right? not about say, well, shouldn't say it's about because sales gets it like a, like a dirty, like a four letter word, right? Sales, even yeah. though it's a five letter word. Yeah. and I'm bad at counting. Um, <laughs> you're you're convincing people you're selling people on exercise or a plan of care and if they if you for that for a living right we do that for a living but for some reason it gets this negative connotation there's a lot of pts out there jerry durham uh greg todd who who say, listen this is not a dirty word like this is what we do it's the why if you're convincing someone to buy something for a crappy reason that's a crappy person if you're convincing them to follow a certain path for a good reason then that is a good that's a good reason to do that so everything i hear in terms of your ecom you know dropshipping stores everything i've heard in terms of day trading in terms of real estate flipping it's relationship building you rebuilt an engine and i don't have to pay for a, a new engine you just say that that's a relationship i trust him that engine runs great let's do that i love that um, I want you, can you do a, can you do a hi, my name is for me?
1: And, um, you know, and it's, it's like, for me, it, it, it... Hi, my name is Kadeem Howell.
0: So what I want you to do is, hi, my, my name is Kadeem Howell, and you're listening to PT Pinecast. Look right into the camera. Give me like your best voiceover artist.
1: Hi, my name, yeah. <laughs> hi, my name is Kadeem Howell, and you're listening to the PT Pinecast.
0: Boom. I think everything about everything you've done is, 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 is about side hustles but all the side hustles are about relationships and if you're good at relationships
1: good will happen we're pts we're pros at that we, we treat we touch strangers for a living and that's what a- I, that's a- I tell people what i do i touch strangers for a living right. and my best patients are the ones that build the best rapport with right if you're
0: if you like as a pt yeah. you meeting someone and five minutes later you having their hand in their groin, if they've got an adductor issue, or you're like in their glute, if you can make that not <laughs> weird, you can.
1: That's, that's the hardest part of being a PT, I
0: think. But that's a relationship. It's like, hey, listen, here's what's going to happen. Uh, you got a glute issue, like you explaining it. It's like, but that's a relationship builder. It's like, hey, here's why you're here. I'm going to explain it to you. That's education and relationship building. Using education, you learn the
1: skills but, in school. Yes, you learn the skills. You learn, you know, you read a textbook, read an article, but like. The hardest part is parlaying all that information and building, really, because if they don't like you, like I did home care for a little bit, too. Yeah. Yeah. people, if they don't like you. They let you know from day one. Um, it's over. You're, out. you're not coming it's back. It's over. It's I don't care how smart you are. I literally I come I, back.
0: I got taught this. Build relationships. I got taught this in PT school for my professor, Sky Donovan. She said, I was like, listen, I'm not going to be a good PT. And she's like, why do you say that? And I'm like, I'm not smart. I'm not as smart as all my classmates. And I'm not throwing any of my classmates under the bus. But she was like, would you let all of those people touch your grandmother? And I was like, well, no. And she's like, exactly.
1: And you I was know, like, oh, it, it, matters. With me, like, it matters. It matters. Like, my first job was part-time as a um, the PT clinic. And um, a classmate of mine who's a valedictorian apply for the same position, I got it over her. I was like, yo, she's applying. Oh, shit. If she's gonna get this job, she liked me. She's like, you know, you, I had you perform on a couple of my coworkers, and I just loved something about you. You connected into
0: a relationship. It's a relationship. You gotta trust that person. Yeah. uh I love that. All right. Well, when that e when that e commerce store comes out, when that dropshipping course comes out, I want to be the first person to sign up for it because that's valuable. Like that's providing a service. That's bridging a gap. That's that's solving someone else's problem. All those things we're supposed to solve be good.
1: A problem. entrepreneurs solve problems. That's it.
0: That's it. Entrepreneurs solve problems. And what do we know about I solutions? Know. They outnumber the problems. That's a lot. All right, Bridget, let's do, uh, let's do three questions. Let's do one. Of, let's do... Three questions brought to you by our friends from ARES Medical Staffing, A-U-R-E-U-S-Medical.com. Uh, if you want to travel, like think about this racket. If you were, if you work as a travel PT, right, you get paid a little bit more. And if you wanted to, every three months, you're like, I don't know, I guess I'll be in Hawaii. I don't know, I guess I'll be in Florida. I don't know, I guess, well, not now, but like, I don't know, I guess I'll be in Alaska. Probably not Florida right now, but like, that's a pretty sweet gig. So, aureusmedical.com. That's aureusmedical.com. First question on three questions is a where question. You're in New York, you're in Westchester. Uh, but where would you want? Where is somewhere in the 50 US that you wouldn't mind going for three months and just doing anything?
1: Um, for me, it would be Santa Fe, New Mexico.
0: Yeah, very specific. I like that. Why?
1: Um, you know, it's like, I don't know, it's like one of those states you forget about. <laughs> You know, it's like, wait, that's state. <laughs> yeah, sorry to anyone from New Mexico, you know, Albuquerque. You know, even the Looney Tunes make fun of like, oh, you made a you know, ride at Albuquerque, you know. Heard in Albuquerque. Um you know, but my wife, she did uh, she used to do PR for Santa Fe, in New Mexico. And um, you know, and it just sounds so cool and cultural and like unbothered from like, you know, like from the architecture the culture of the people at like the green chili festival and i was like yo i would love like i live in new york i'm just used to the concrete jungle yeah. commuting on the metro north train it's just like it's really monotonous but like santa fe New mexico i was like yo that'd be so dope like it and like just to like be there you know it's so like that was one place i'd love to be travel pt hang out there for a little bit i love desert heat so sign me up santa fe yes! you got it second question we go from what
0: uh sorry from where to what? What uh, is something that you've read, listened to, downloaded, watched? Something you'd recommend to the audience? Something the audience would benefit from?
1: Um, you know, I mentioned like the E Myth. E Myth a big. book. E Myth is book. Big, big. So I'll, I'll mention another one. Um, I'd say Rich Dad Poor Dad. You know, it's one of those books. It's it grammatically. If you're a grammar Nazi, that's a horrible book. Like, really? I don't know who it's who not, edited that book. Like grammar wise It is horrible yeah, But mindset like, Got it uh, Yeah like, It was a horrible But my mindset though Like you know If you truly uh, Like take for what the book is saying And like apply it to yourself You know You know Robert Kiyosaki He wrote a great book In terms of Switching you from the You know I gotta be employee You know Grind till I'm like 65 Cause I'm a PT Like Am I gonna be doing Aggressive therapy to 65 Probably not I mean, there are some PGs out there doing that. Good for you, not me. Sorry. Um, But, like, he gets you in that mindset. And, like, to anything, like, mindset is so important to get you going to what you want to do. If you can't visualize it, then it's not going to happen. I like Um, it. So, I definitely have to say um, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Rich Dad Poor Dad.
0: All right, last question is a who question. Uh, Who's someone the audience should know more about? I, I, on purpose, leave this like super open ended and ambiguous.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I'm gonna do a non PT like my guy, uh, Chris Johnson on Twitter and Instagram. Um, this guy, like, I started following him and like he's a PT. Uh, uh no, 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 another 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 guy named Chris Johnson. <laughs> you forgot <laughs> so- Chris Johnson? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's such a common name. Um, that's actually. But like, I think he. I think he spells his name on Instagram with like three S's because it's so common. Okay. Um, three or four S's, but like no, because like, he's um. He's an army vet. He's super, super smart. And um, he just talks about, like, you know, the kind of mindset things I talk about, too. And, you know, he was able to scale, you know, the internet and then just, like, influence on social media. And, like, he, everything he talks about just points. I mean, he usually attacks, like, you know, like, people who are comfortable with a 95, people who, like, love their credit score but got no money in the bank. So it's, like, more like a little financial literacy right. mindset and, um, you know, actionable steps. And, like, it like, like kind of tied into, like, some of the things like i thought about subconsciously and that's why like i i put it out there on twitter and instagram so i'm just like yo like that's that, that that's life in the 21st century so you know just as pts you know step outside the pt realm try to learn something from someone else like he's someone i highly recommend
0: like it all right it's time to do the parting shot now Parting shot brought to you by our friends from the Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapy, Orthopedia.org. We have a contest coming with them very soon. We're going to have Chris Hughes back on the show to talk about they. if you're going to be an orthopedic PT, they've got all these courses, like more than 25 courses to up your game to be a better orthopedic physical therapist. We gave away access to current concepts of orthopedic PT, which is their code word for like. Be better at taking the ocs if you want to become the, if you want to pass the ocs take this course like and it's written the course is written by the people or a little the people writing the papers with BPT. so we've got some more coming out for you we're actually we're not going to give away one course we're going to give away access to any course so we're going to say you win now you pick if you're like i don't want this i want knee i want shoulder so we're just going to give access so uh uh kadeem I feel like you're built for a parting shot. Like I feel like you, all you do is tweet parting shots. Like that's what you do. So no pressure. Uh, parting shot, your last chance to just like might drop moment. What do you want to leave with the audience? It's all you.
1: Um, basically, you are not your profession. Um, it's up to you if you want to be. You know, like I call myself Doctor Dean, but I, I don't necessarily post just PT stuff. I post about my life. I post about what I do. By interest, and um, don't let anyone take that from you. You know, you could fall into that imposter syndrome where people start doubting you, like, "Oh, can you hear your PC, can't do real estate, oh, can you hear your PT, can you can't do stocks." Like, no, if you think you can, you can. You just got to put in the work. And I would say is, like, don't let your profession limit you from life. And um, as as us PTs, like, I like other things. I'm gonna do them, and that's it. Nine to five though, I'm the best PT you'll ever be. Come yeah. see me in Grand Central.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you're it's just—it's just relationship building. It sounds like what you're doing, and that's that's with a patient every time in front of that patient, or or anybody who interacts with you online. Which is why I kind of gravitated for you. I was like, you know, when I see him tweet, I, I'm just like, hey, I I benefit. I I'm fueled by this, and I'm not drained by this. Which on social media, you can very 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 quickly be drained by this so if you want to follow uh kadeem the socials there dr deem on instagram and at kadeem how on twitter um kadeem i want to make sure this is not the last time that you come on the show let's uh let's bring you back on when you got that uh, that dropship course and talk more about that because i feel like that's things that pts let's get good stuff out to people let's fight the bad <laughs> with the good that's our solution to the problem let's make sure the good thing spreads and not just the bad
1: I got yeah. a couple of things coming up but you're going to find out for the next episode so stay tuned all
0: right <laughs> thanks so much to you my friend have some fun with that that makers <laughs> The P.T. Pinecast is a product of P.T. Pinecast, LLC. (laughs) It's poured fresh by me, physical therapist, Jimmy McKay. Ingredients are sourced by our Chief Connections Officer, Sky Donovan from Marymount University. And it's brewed fresh by producer and physical therapist Juliet Dassinger. And by producer and creator, second year PT student Bridget Nolan from Sacred Heart University. PT Pintcast is a podcast that saves physical therapists from missing out on amazing insight, remarkable ideas, and motivational stories. Make sure to follow us online at PT Pintcast and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or Google Podcasts.
1: I absolutely love you. I love you, love you, love you. It's it's awesome.
0: (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. And if you found value in the show, all we ask is that you tell a friend.
1: This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based
0: solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com.